implement the strategy. The strategy to scale your business isn't that difficult. The strategy to hire isn't that difficult, but it's our mind that gets in the way and makes up all of these amazing excuses why we can't go for a 20 minute walk, why we can't hire somebody two hours a month to do something we absolutely hate, right? Like it's all in our mindset. Hey there, CEOs. My name is Brandi Gar, and I am on a mission to help you, the wedding industry entrepreneur, ditch the overwhelm and build a profitable business you love. Welcome to the Wedding Pro CEO Podcast. I'm thrilled to get to introduce you today to Dot Rock. She is the owner and founder of Dot Rock Consulting. And in this episode, we talk a lot about burnout and overwhelm and putting yourself first as a business owner, a wife, a parent, a mom, a sister, a friend, whatever it is, but putting yourself first. And as service-based business owners, I think this is one of the hardest things that we do because we are born to serve. We love to serve others and see them happy. And so putting ourselves first can become very, very difficult. But you're going to hear in this episode that something Dot said while we were talking rang so true to me at the core of my soul and the season that I'm sitting in. And she likened this mindset to being a martyr and having martyr syndrome and feeling like you're a martyr to your business. And I've never heard anybody describe it that way before, but that's exactly how I have been acting recently with my spouse and my kids. And it was really the words I needed to hear to kind of give myself that kick in the butt to say, no, you are not a martyr. It is a blessing to be able to be a business owner, to do what you love. And I have such a charmed life. And so really getting out of that martyr mindset is something I thoroughly enjoyed about this conversation. And so I'm going to be super transparent during this episode. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but Dot gave so many practical tips and how to really put ourselves first to be able to build a stronger, healthier business and life. And so I hope that it rings true for you as well and that you can listen to this episode and really get some tips out of it to help you have that better balance that we all seek after all the time. So you guys, I know that you're going to enjoy this episode. So sit back, relax, and here we go. You guys, today is going to be a special treat with our guest, Dot Rock. She is the owner and founder of Dot Rock Consulting, and she's going to talk to us today about a familiar topic that we don't talk about on this show as much as we should, but that we all know, and that's burnout. <laughs> so Dot, thank you for being here on the show. Thank you for having me. How are you today? Oh, good. We were talking a little bit before the show and I was like, oh my gosh, this topic feels one on point and very just like so necessary for service-based business owners to really talk about burnout and putting yourself first. And we were just going to talk a little bit before the show. I'm like, this is such a needed topic. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, talking about burnout is something that I'm super passionate about because I have uh, existed in a phase of burnout for so much of my life. I, you know, like many of us, I'm this type A go-getter who, because of my drive and because of my ability to hustle and grit and grind, I've been really successful. But I've found that that doesn't serve me long-term and it leads to burnout. Yeah, it does. And you know, some of us are kind of, <laughs> I guess, born with this 
hustle mentality that it's not like, it's not that you necessarily are trying to have it. It's just in your soul, right? Where you're just like, I am going to just go get it. I'm going to go after my goals. And sometimes that means that you don't know how to slow down a little bit. Right, right. Before we get too far into this, because I'm like, okay, let's just go. Let's just go. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about you and how you started your company and just so everybody can kind of know who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Dot, a, and um, I started this company a couple years ago, actually February of 2020, right before the pandemic hit is when I opened my business. I was an HR director for a school district at the time, and I just knew in my heart of hearts, the biggest driver was that I was a single mom of a little first grader at the time. He's now nine, third grade. And um I had been a single mom. His dad and I had split up right after he was born. And it was just me and this little guy. And I had always taken him to daycare or then school at 7.30 drop off and picked him up at 5.30. And it was the desire of my heart and of his little heart for mommy to pick him up from school. And so I wanted to make that happen. And I had made a commitment to myself that I would do that by the time he was in second grade. And so it was first grade and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and start this company. And this is a company that combined all of the things that I was so passionate about. My journey to becoming who I am and what I offer in my business is kind of bizarre. I'm a CPA and an HR professional, which is what they kind of call a unicorn combination of skill set my journey to get there was a lot of forks and turns and pivots. And it all ended up combining this skill set of, I have this desire to streamline and find operational efficiencies. I'm really good at numbers and helping people see in their business what they can scale from a revenue and expense standpoint and just playing with those numbers. But then the people aspect I have loved through my career helping put people in places that lights them up, that serves the bigger organizational need, but also um, helping that person fulfill their purpose. Um, And so I combine that all into one thing for this business. um, And I help people scale their businesses. I help them hire with ease and avoid that burnout and stop doing it all. I had had major surgery when Dominic, my little guy, was four years old and I was a single mom. I grew up independent, knowing that I needed to make my way in the world to change the story of my own life. That meant that I didn't rely on other people. And that meant that I didn't have this tribe that we need. I had done it independently. I was in what most people would say very successful, but I went to have major surgery and I didn't have anybody to take care of me. And my therapist said, okay, you need to make a list of 20 people who you think will help you. And you need to change and repattern the story that you've been told or you've been telling yourself your whole life that you have to do it all. And you need to let these people show up for you. And let's rewrite that story. And so I did that. I had neighbors showing up for me, neighbors driving me to physical therapy, people bringing me food. And it was because I made a list of 20 people and I changed that story of what it looks like to really be supported. That is such a great, I'm so glad that you finished with that because that's, that's important. Asking for help feels overwhelming to a lot of people. Would you agree? Absolutely. And 
you know, that can be because we've had bad hires in the past or bad relationships or our family story. But I think all of us can, if we just pause, we can tap back into thinking about a time in our lives that we felt truly supported and taken care of and what that felt like. And then thinking of a way to recreate that in our, our personal lives to scale our lives and our businesses to scale our businesses and hire support. We talk about on this show a lot of having the support in your business, but we don't talk a whole lot about having that support in your personal life, which they really kind of are all one when you're a business owner. I mean, there's so much that your identity is wrapped up in your business because you're kind of one and the same. And so sometimes it's having support on your business side, but sometimes it's having support on the personal side so that you can have this abundant business personal balance that we strive for, I guess, all the time. So I know one of the things that you're passionate about, Dot, is energy management. So can you tell us what energy management is? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm passionate about this because it's been a game changer for me personally. (laughs) And then I have built this into the programs that I do with my clients and it's a game changer for them. Most importantly, it's a game changer for my family, (laughs) for me to manage my energy. So what I say as, as a mom and as a business owner, the first thing we have to do is manage our energy first and be our own chief energy officer, right? Like we hear CEO, COO, but first I need to be my chief energy officer. When you're a pilot of an airplane, or even if you're a passenger of an airplane and those oxygen masks drop down, you put yours on first. If you're the pilot and you're flying and you don't have enough oxygen, you're not going to land the plane. We need to apply that to our lives. And what does that mean? That's different for everyone. For me, I do really well if I wake up before the rest of my family and I journal a little bit, do what's called morning pages, just kind of do a little brain dump, sit there and meditate, maybe do a little breath work, some yoga, something to move my body, but some just alone time before everybody wakes up. It's in those times when I'm working out or in the shower that the best ideas come to me or I solve my clients' big problems. We think of that as downtime, but it's actually oxygen that fuels our lives. You know, I am listening to you and I'm thinking, I for sure am a believer of this, but in full transparency, I'm also in a season of forgetting everything I've ever learned about taking care of yourself first, right? And it's just that season of like, no, I wake up and go and I go until I drop at night and then I do it again the next morning. Oh, no. Exactly. And you know, like I even just had a conversation with my 16-year-old the other day who was saying, you know, I'm starting to feel kind of anxious. Like there's a lot going on with school and work. And I was like, you need to be working out. Like you need to take that time for yourself. And I'm literally saying it to her and like, hello, I think you're preaching to yourself. And, you know, so (laughs) I am loving this reminder. It's incredibly timely. You have to put these things first. If you want to feel clear headed, if you want to feel abundant and energetic, like dot, help me and our listeners to the guilt part, right? Like I have a hundred thousand things to get done today and 87 people are counting on me to get them all done. How do you get past that guilt a little bit of putting yourself first? Well, I think the first step is to recognize that this is actually all about mindset. And this is one of those scripts that you can kind of simply flip. 
because we can all be martyrs pretty easily. And (laughs) often I find that that's why people aren't hiring is because they are comfortable in the martyr role. It's something that society has taught us. Probably our, our moms taught us to do this. It's kind of a victimhood type thing. Flip the script and then try it out for a week. Like, what does it look like if you commit 20 minutes to your yourself for anything you want to do for one week? And what does it look like if you slow down and you don't have anything on your to-do list and you simply look out the window for five minutes in one day? Those types of things can and will be game changers if we allow ourselves. I often, when I am helping someone scale their business, they come to me completely burnt out, fried. And they say, okay, I, 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 you're right. I absolutely have to hire that team right now. Help me. I just took on a big client and now I, I really am in over my head and I can't handle this anymore. And I just want to go back to my corporate job. And, and I say, okay, yeah, we can do this work. But all right, I need to know, where do you feel the most alive? My client will say something like, well, in nature, I really feel good when I'm hiking. And I say, okay, great. So I need you for the next week to spend one hour in nature every day. And then I will work with you to scale your business. Until then, we're not working together. Because until we can reground ourselves, we can't show up in the best place and do those mindset shifts and implement the strategy. The strategy to scale your business isn't that difficult. The strategy to hire isn't that difficult. But it's our mind that gets in the way and makes up all of these amazing excuses why we can't go for a 20-minute walk, why we can't hire somebody two hours a month to do something we absolutely hate, right? Like it's all in our mindset. Yeah. Actually, listening to you describe it as the martyr syndrome is the most on-point thing I think I've ever heard because as I'm listening to you and kind of sitting in this season myself at the moment, I'm thinking to myself, yes, that's exactly how I feel. It's like I have more to do than I have hours in the day and there's too many people that need me to be perfectly on point. And so instead of thinking like, okay, how am I going to accomplish this? Like I'm, you know, I'm going to wake up at this time and I'm going to knock these things out. I am kind of sitting in like a, I do kind of feel like a martyr now that you're saying it. I'm like, yeah, I do because, and it's a mindset thing for me that I'm like, oh, there's just so much and it's so overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Instead of just being like, okay, how am I knocking this out? Like what's first, what's second, what's third? Right. You know, I mean, I this martyr syndrome really hit me when I quit my corporate job and I was like, it's middle of COVID. I quit and my business is thriving. I can't do both. I don't want to do both. And I want to pick up my kids from school, right? But I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm walking away from this job. I'm leaving them in a bad place. You know what? I gave them three months notice. I was like, oh, I got so much to get done. You know what? They will replace me. I am not the end all be all. That's kind of egomaniac like of me to think that it really all falls on me. It's just, it's just not a true story that we tell ourselves that really everyone's depending on me. Well, let's start thinking about how, what you can get off your plate that would free up some of that energy for you too. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of it, I think the reason that the martyr syndrome kind of hit me is because I delegate 
an obscene amount of stuff, which is great. Like I love delegation, but I, there's a lot of just like things that kind of need my attention. Right. And instead of just being like, okay, for the first, I know better, right. We all know better. And that's why I am offering this transparency to our listeners to say, you guys listen to this, even if you know better, like, you know, I know better because I've talked about this on the show before. Right. But I, but then you get yourself stuck in this martyr syndrome. I think that's why it's hitting me so much that you're saying that is because it's like, it's not that we don't necessarily know. I know I need to be working out. I know I need to take time for myself, right? Like I know I need to get up earlier before my kids so that I can have that time. But it, I'm kind of in that martyr state where I'm like, oh, just there's just so much you have no idea, which it's not allowing me to be super kind to my family either because I'm like, I'm so busy, right? Which is not a fun (laughs) way to be around your family either. So this is, this is really interesting how you're describing this dot. Yeah. I mean, do they really like, okay, you're giving all of these things. Do they really need your leg too? And you want to hand over your arm too? Yeah. Or do you want to pause and say, huh? All right. I have like, we, we always come at certain things with like lack of time, let's say. And that is a mindset of, I don't have an abundance of time. I, in fact, have scarcity of time. And if we can shift that and say, no, wait, I have the same 24 hours in the day that everybody else has. I can implement some strategy, i.e. some habits to work out more. And part of those habits can be accountability. So let me find, let me hire a trainer that I have to meet with every every couple times a, a week or let me get in par- a part of a program. Well, let me find a friend to text. Then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, that 20 minutes that I just spent working out or that hour changed the energy that is inside of me that then creates everything else at a, at a quicker pace. It, it creates efficiency actually when we take care of ourselves first, right? Like when you have a brand new baby and you're absolutely exhausted, Should you stay up when they sleep or should you sleep? (laughs) You should sleep. Right. Right? Right. And I think all of us now, if we were to have a baby again, we'd be like, I'm hiring support day one. I'm not getting behind (laughs) on sleep day one. We learned that that tribe is invaluable. Let's apply that to our lives now and stop that martyr syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head too. And what you're just talking about is like slowing down a little bit or putting yourself first gives you the, this renewed energy to then speed ahead. Right. And, and that's one of your, one of your points is like, if you slow down, then it's really going to cause you to speed up, which seems counterintuitive. But when you break it down, like you just did, it's like, yeah, if you if you take a second, give yourself this renewed energy, you're going to have so much fight and passion for the rest of your day. Yeah, and things just go smoother, right? Like, or your kids are sick from school or you got to go do something unplanned. You took care of yourself first and you have the capacity to deal with that with acceptance and grace instead of this frustration and anger that will come out if we don't take care of ourselves first. If somebody comes to you and they're just completely burnt out, like they've hit that wall, what's one of the first things that you would tell them to do? I mean, again, the very first thing I say is you got to put on your oxygen mask first. You have to reground what makes you feel the most alive. Reset, you know, sometimes we got to get away slow down to speed up. And then I say, you have to set a boundary. Overwhelm was my old addiction. And what I ended up doing was I wrote myself a note card 
for when I would say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't have time for that. I have too much on my plate. Because guess what? I put everything on my plate that I said I had to do, right? Like I chose that. So I wrote down a note card that said, this is my old addiction and I won't tolerate overwhelm anymore in my life. I am loved. I have support. I have peace and joy. And what do I need to do to not feel overwhelmed right now? First for me is I have to, you know, brain dump and just kind of figure out what all that chaos is. And then I think, all right, where can I seek support with this? What can I get off my plate? What is actually not crucial? What is not a revenue generating activity? Okay, great. That's going to be delegated to somebody else or taken off the plate, right? I mean, it's setting a boundary for myself. Yes. Honestly, I think that that's so good. That brain dump and then kind of really looking at it and saying, okay, what of this actually needs my attention? And what is just sitting here on my to-do list that can really be delegated to someone else? I don't know if anybody else that's listening is kind of like, I know better. I know better than to let myself get to this place. But this was such a good reminder to just take a step back think of myself first, which is near impossible for us service-based business owners, right? But think of myself first, really fill my cup, even if it's just, I need 20 minutes of something for me, and then I'm going to feel that renewed energy for my day. And honestly, Dot, listening to you, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this like today. You've got to start with yourself first or otherwise everything else around you feels overwhelming. I think we are in a culture of this being normal. And the more we can stop it in ourselves, our children will pick up on that, right? And our clients will pick up on that. It's about setting those boundaries for ourselves and then showing other people that they can do it too, because we serve best if we serve ourselves first every time. We serve our families best. We serve our clients best. And people pick up on that energy. You know, clients will pick up on if you are burnt out or not. 100%. I 100% agree with you. And it's, it's, this is such an important episode. I'm so glad that you are here and it was perfectly timed. So, Dot, if people want to learn more about you, how they can work with you, how they can learn more from you, can you tell us where they can come follow? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me um, on Instagram. It's probably one of the best places for some free resources frequently. Dot underscore rock underscore. It's where you can find me on Instagram. I also, my website, I have, I write a blog every week where I, I kind of throw these, these ideas out there that are a little bit, you know, um, a little in your face calling you a martyr, right? But I just, that's just how I see it because I've had to diagnose this in myself. And so I write a blog weekly with these ideas. People can head on over there and check out that blog.rockconsulting.com. And I put on quarterly boot camps where people can learn to hire and, and stop the overwhelm and burnout. Well, this has been a great episode. I hope it was a great reminder for our listeners. And I just appreciate you being here so much and for being so candid and just saying like, yeah, it's a murder. You're being a murder. And I'm like, wow, that was the kick in the pants I needed to say <laughs> no more. I'm not doing that anymore. So thank you so much for being here and for sharing so much with us. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a real honor.
Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed Pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches, and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do, and we can talk about it, think through it, and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing, and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.